0: to Inspirational Journeys, a faith-based podcast where your story matters. Come on over, grab a seat on the front porch, and let's talk about the writing life. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Anne Harrison, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Emily Johnston, who who along with alongside her mother her late mother wrote the book entitled Bird of Paradise and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um so before we get started in the writing process and everything, why don't you tell the listeners and the viewers a little bit about yourself?
1: Um okay, well I live in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband and my 7-year-old son. Um, but I'm originally from Colorado. So When my parents, I was 13 when my parents moved to North Carolina. I've been on the East Coast ever since. Um, I went to UNC Chapel Hill and graduated with a degree in journalism, with a specialization in public relations. So I started out my career in marketing and business development, um, namely with the PGA Tour. Um, My mom was diagnosed again with cancer, which is a whole long story that goes into this entire book. Um, And so I moved back to North Carolina and now I work as a marketing and advertising consultant, and um, I enjoy playing golf and skiing and reading and
0: writing. (laughs) Wow, and you actually carried your mother's legacy on through to finishing the, by finishing the book.
1: I hope so. I like to think I did. Um, She passed away after about a 17-year-old 17-year uh, battle with cancer, um, and she left the book unfinished, so not long after she passed away, when I was going through her things, I found a letter she had written to me, which had a copy of her manuscript, um, partly finished in the, in, in the letter, um, she asked if I would finish it for her, so I did, it took me about eight years, I never really intended to publish it, um, I kind of just used it as therapy to get through losing my mom. And then I just happened to be in the right place at the right time with a publisher. And before I knew it, I had to publish novel. So.
0: I was going to ask, and I usually ask writers, what inspired you to write? But you pretty, especially with this book, you pretty much answered that question. What kind of cancer did your mother have, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, yeah, she originally back in, I guess well, I was 13. She was diagnosed with breast cancer. And shortly thereafter, mm. she was diagnosed with advanced stage ovarian cancer. Um, and it was the ovarian cancer that came back gosh I don't even know how many times it came back and surgeries and uh, chemotherapy for years um you know and it's she was BRCA gene positive so um it was kind of a unfortunately a guarantee that this is going to happen to her Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. so and um Was it hard for you to finish? I mean, I know you said you used it as therapy, but was it hard for you to pick up where she left off in the book?
1: It was, emotionally, it was really hard um, because I was, I mean, several, just only several weeks out from losing her. And it was um, kind of sudden the way things happened toward the end um, with her. So it was not expected exactly. Um, So picking it up, reading it, um, the part that she had written, Um, when she ended was almost like being able to continue a conversation with her I could just go into her world I knew a lot of things um, kind of I recognized a lot of the stories that became the story Um, it's not a biography by any means but it it, there's bits and pieces of my family and things that had happened in places we had been so it kind of was a a way of me continuing to talk to her Um, and then you know from a technical standpoint trying to pick it up was more difficult because um, she and I had two very different writing styles Um, she's very descriptive went into a lot of research um, a lot of words I'm as a journalism major and and going into marketing and advertising the idea is not to use as many words you just want to say what you want to say and get on with it Uh, you know press release is a page long and that's where I was used to writing so trying to pick up and be true to her style which was really important to me I had to go back and learn how to write descriptively again and do the research that it took to make sure I had the descriptions correct um throughout of it because I never wanted anyone to know where that line was um that black and white line where she left off and I began and there's a lot that I had to add into her part um simply to make it a cohesive story the you know the theme that I came and where I took the book needed to be brought through the whole book, so I had to go back and add things into her section um, and take things away um, so that this wouldn't become a thousand-page book.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, but it's like watching the the bits and pieces as part from what I've read. It's I like the not it's not only just a romance. There's a lot of family dynamic in there, and it's like reading a mo- and it's like you're reading a book, but it, I can see it as a movie. Oh, well, that's a wonderful yeah. compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's like I could see um, the scenes playing out in a, in a quiet, romantic movie.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, and, and I love that. I love reading those types of books, um, you know, because reading is escapism. You know, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. use it for that. I know my mom wrote to escape everything that she was going through. I mean, she spent, you know, um, she was told at one point that she didn't have many months left to live, and that was about 15 years before she actually passed away and so a lot of that was because she took her health into her own hands she became an advocate she researched and studied and knew you know (laughs) as much as the medical professionals would have um, because she was not going to take no for an answer she told her doctors you know I you better make sure that I make it to see my daughter get married and I am not going anywhere until I am ready to go somewhere and She did, she saw me get married and she passed away about a year and a half later.
0: Mm. Did she write any other books or was this her only? She didn't write any other fictional um,
1: work. She was an educator. She was a uh, elementary school teacher and towards uh, the end of her career, she actually stopped teaching and went on to consulting for curriculum. And so she wrote articles that were related to uh, curriculum. She also wrote a few articles related to um, dealing with cancer. And, you know, and and kind of the need to look past, you know, just the black and white of, hey, this is what's happened. This is always the way it's been. Every patient has had to deal with this, and therefore you're going to be this way too. She was a big advocate of the personalized approach to medicine. Um, And certainly, you know, with the gene therapy that was just starting to begin where things were targeted toward the individual's cancer and not the generic, this is ovarian cancer and this is what's going to happen. Um, So there was a few articles she wrote on this, but um, like I said, this was the only fictional work she ever wrote.
0: Ah, okay. Um, so did she inspire you know you to become creative
1: as well? Um, yeah, I think a lot of it. I mean, she was, you know, I can safely say she, both my parents really are my heroes um, for different reasons, and you know, she always advocated living a life passion. Um, even before her diagnosis, she wanted to make sure that we always had family memories and that we got to do incredible things and that no one ever took life for granted. And I think that became even more so once she was facing her own mortality um, and probably became even more ingrained in me once I had a mother that may or may not be here months from now, things like that. And you've got to really expend all the time you have with somebody, never really waste it. Um, And so I I think my, the passion that she instilled in me and the lessons she taught me kind of were the seed of my creativity. And then it just flowed for me. Once I, I got there, um, you know, I just wrote and I actually wrote the very end of it before I wrote anything else Um, because I knew almost immediately at least where I thought she wanted to take it she didn't leave any notes whatsoever Um, I just Mm. knew the names of you know the characters Um, and there's one character that I wrote from the ground up and all I had was the name so I like to think I knew where she was going to take it and then it was just getting my thoughts down in a general outline and then I went over and over and over again and added layers of description and went back and made sure I was referring to things historically um, because this book starts in 1967. I was wondering about that. (laughs) Yep. so when my mom was um, my mom was 17 living in San Francisco 1967 just like the main character and it spans a decade so even though it spanned a decade I wasn't alive for any of those years so I had to go back and write during the time period that I couldn't write from personal experience um, so I was, you know, I had to call museums to make sure that the paintings I was describing were actually at the museum during those years, um, and that, you know, and, and go back and research the styles and the fashion and the cars, um, just to make sure that it was historically accurate.
0: So when you talk about, and this is a question I had, when you talk about the island, where is this island located, actually? Um, that island was is located in my mother's mind. <laughs> oh, okay. That's,
1: I have been asked that a lot um, because the other places, you know, between San Francisco, Jakarta, and and the other places that this takes place, um, are obviously real life places. So this island, I think, is a combination of all the tropical islands my mom had ever been to and the ones she wanted to visit. Um, you know, she always wanted to go to Bali. She had been to Tahiti. Um, so I think it just kind of took the best of all these places she'd been and dreamed of going and made it up in her mind.
0: Wow. It sounds like it was, it was kind of located somewhere in China because the talk, it talks about Hong Kong and other places. And I feel like I'm traveling when I read the book. It's like, it's a quiet <laughs> read, but it's a, you know, and it's what I would consider a clean read in, in some respects. Cause you I don't would have think them. it's,
1: it's. The South Pacific is my, my best guess of where the island uh, is. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Cause it, she kept saying the island. I'm like, okay, what? Island? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I could picture the different, the, the, the different places. And I was wondering there for a bit if, um, and I don't want to spoil it, but if um, Aria and Jason were going to make it, but I, I figured not at that party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to You never
1: know. (laughs) Yeah, you never
0: know, but I don't want to spoil it. I'm almost at the end. They're like um listening to it. Um my Amazon Echo device is reading my Kindle. I've got about three hours left.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's uh 557 pages, something like that. Um, Wow. And it's funny because my publisher asked me at one point, you know, do you think you could split this into two different books? And I just there was no logical place for me to split it because like you said it is almost like a movie with the level of description she used and I just I felt like trying to split it into two books was gonna um apart from potentially you know showing where I may or may not have picked up not that I'm saying that was where it would have happened um Mm -hmm. but it just it just didn't flow for me um and so I went ahead and, and did um um, this is borderline saga length,
0: I guess. Yeah, it was definitely. So um, are you working on anything else? Any other
1: fiction? I have an idea in my head um, that is related to this book. It would be a spinoff of this book. Um, but right now it lives here um and I can't seem to get it out on a piece of paper so you know it's one of those it's not what I do for a living so I've got you know the responsibilities of that I'm also the mother of a seven-year-old which takes up quite a bit of my oh yeah time. So, um you know it's it's trying to find that time I'm sure at some point I will um it's not going to be as long as this book I don't think I have that in me um, but it,
0: it, someday I hope now, I love, now, one thing about the book I love was how Mary, she's a writer, and I'm, and, you know, I'm a writer myself, and, and then Ari goes into the writing room and paints. I love that creative description. Unfortunately, I don't think that that kind of chair would work for me, because if I were to, to kick back in a chair like that, I'd, I'd be out like a light
1: i probably would too that would Um,
0: not work for me
1: (laughs) you know it's it's funny the character of mary um was something that one of my favorite characters um because she reminds me a lot of my mother i mean there is so much of my family wrapped into this and if you you knew it was personal you'd know that some of the stories are us um Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the story of, of Ari being that teenager and Will here won't kiss me and it's Friday night and the football games and the dance and, and, and what happens with that part. Um, I can clearly see what my mother thought of one of my boyfriends. <laughs> and, you know, and the, and the father in it reminds me so much of my dad and there's little tidbits in there. And I, um, you know, and even, even the story of James um, there's things that he does that my father did as a child.
0: Oh my gosh, um, James is so cute. <laughs> I fell in he love with that laughing. character.
1: <laughs> you know, and it's it's funny because his character, you know, also reminds me a lot of my own son, who my mom never got a chance to meet.
0: Um, yeah, he, you know, James reminds died. me of my nephew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he almost reminds. He could be any, you know, any boy. He could be he any was, little, boy, little
0: boy, yeah, in five. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: so um you know it it was great getting to know these characters um and I I wanted to continue that on um you know and and put things in there because this was my way of my mom I think putting down in black and white lessons and her experiences and her story that she wanted to leave and so when I picked up at that black and white line I wanted to do the same so there are things that happen that I wrote from my heart that were Things that I felt, things that I had gone to um, through places I'd been and experiences that I'd had, um, you know, and there's things that I had just seen. I mean, I, I've, I've been to Italy and, you know, not to let out what happens in Italy, but a lot of Italy, uh, minus a few key points, um, a lot of those places that I describe um, and that they go to were actually places I'd been.
0: Wow. That was that, that that was amazing because I've never been to some of these places but I I could I could I'm traveling with the characters in this book and I and I honestly I like um, books like that where even if it's fiction or even some travel books I like that because you can you can go on a trip without leaving your house. <laughs> I can sit and what? crochet snowmen and <laughs> <laughs> well that's good I mean that's that's you know and I've had a
1: lot of people say that too that you know it was like being able to take a journey around the world um, uh-huh. with the characters and I think my mom would have loved to have heard just the feedback people have had on it and mm. you know in my wildest dream my goal was to sell a book to one person that wasn't a family member and, and that's happened. And it's been beautiful. And, um, you know, but the, the thing that probably surprised me the most was I got a lot of people that reached out to me telling me stories of similar times where they were dealing with a parent facing, you know, chronic illness and a, a parent that passed away from cancer or something else and what it was like to go through that for them. Um, and that has been Probably one of the greatest rewards of this, because I don't know any of these people personally, and it's given me the opportunity to kind of pass on, you know, my experience and how I had to go through my grief and the, the things I learned about myself in the process, um, and that just it, it makes me feel kind of like my mom's legacy is living on,
0: right? And um, you, you, and, and like you said, you give us a glimpse into the fam- the family dynamic, and um you also connect with people at the heart you may not know them but you've touched their lives in such a way um so if anybody wanted to contact you ask you questions about the book or you know where would they find you online
1: probably the best um is either on twitter or um instagram uh and it's my my twitter handle is um E.L. Hughes, so that's my maiden name, uh, zero 01. And Instagram, it's E. Johnson2014. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I'm always on social media. I try to back off of it, but then, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. And then, boom, I'm on and it.
0: And then you touch it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And there's nothing for better or for worse. I can't keep myself away from it. <laughs>
0: So do you have any final tips or words of wisdom as we close out today?
1: Um, you know, I would say, you know, for writers, never give up. You know, it's, it's one of those things. I see so many writers on Twitter that talk about the rejections they get from publishers and they don't think they're good enough and they want to quit. And, and really, a lot of it is just being in the right place at the right time and writing what you believe in. Um, You know, I wasn't experienced enough to understand how a a reader's audience worked at the time that I wrote this because I wasn't writing it that way. And I come to realize on the opposite side of it that writing for somebody else is not as fulfilling as writing for yourself. And if you believe in what you're writing, it'll be good enough for somebody else to read. Um, And that's, you know, that's kind of just that never give up idea and be true to yourself. Um, you know, and then for people that are reading it and people that have gone through having a parent face what my mother did um, and losing a parent, it's really understanding that no two people can grieve alike and that there's no set time frame of past this number of weeks or months, you should be fine. You know, and I, I always um, hated when people told me it's going to be okay because let's face it, it's never going to be okay to lose a loved one.
0: Mm-mm. But
1: it, you're, you are going to get to that point where it's no longer. You know, you're no longer going through the the guilt and the grief and the the why, you know, why did this happen kind of thing. You get to that point where you can start looking back with happy memories and know that, you know, that person is still always going to be with you. You know, regardless of what your belief system or anything like that, that person will be with you whether you carry them in your heart or they're there looking down on you. Um, and that you know, it's it's important to talk to people when you're going through that i made that mistake mm. of not um but i had these characters to talk to which really helped a lot
0: mm. yeah when characters actually talk to you that's that's a whole nother that I get, that can be that can spark creativity and uh, i don't want to sound a little weird but sometimes that can be comforting in a, in a situation Well, and it, you know, it, this book brought me
1: some comfort. It really helped being able to use my emotions and put a a lot of me. There is a lot of me in this book, just like there's a lot of my mother in this book and it's going to keep us connected forever. There's, there's no changing that. Right. Um, You know, and it's, it's, I had hoped, you know, I love the books where you can connect on a personal level with the characters Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really what I tried to do in this. My mom started that. Um, And I, I really tried hard to carry that on.
0: Oh, okay. So um, I want to thank you for being on the show today and I want to encourage people to go out and get Bird of Paradise. It is free on Kindle Unlimited. If you have Kindle Unlimited, otherwise it's, you know, it's out there. So do go and get that because I'm telling you, it may be a bit long, but, but work your way through it. You will, if you like If you like to have a quiet read um a quiet um romance slash family type book to read on a on one of these winter evenings this is the book for you oh thank you so much thank you so much um we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life you've touched thousands Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys and remember your story matters. Have a blessed day everyone. Hey guys, this is Ann from the Inspirational Journeys podcast and my special guest Joe Templin has an offer for for my listeners and viewers. Take it away, Joe.
1: Ann, thank you. And again, thank you for bringing me on. This was a wonderful conversation. I'm glad that I could reach out and help your people grow. And To continue to help them to grow, we have an offer. If they go to the website everyday-excellence.com and use the code inspirational journeys at checkout from the shop, they can get a 10% discount on anything there to be able to help them with their personal journey to grow and inspire others.
0: You heard it here, folks. You get a 10% discount on everything in the store at everyday- excellence.com using promo code inspirational journeys happy writing writing and celebrate the day hey everybody this is ann from the inspirational journeys podcast and i'm here today with Teresa from Struggling Blessed But Not Alone podcast. How are you today, Ann? I'm doing good. How about you, Teresa? I'm good. So what's up? I've got some news for you. Really? What's that? Did you know that our listeners can support our podcasts? No. Can you please share more about that? So while you're listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, hit the support this podcast button with your contribution of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99 a month. You're helping us achieve our goals.
1: Wait a minute, Anne. Are you telling me all that our listeners have to do is hit that support button and they could give a donation? That's right. Wow. Hey guys, thanks for wanting to do that for us. Have a blessed day.
0: I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired write something inspiring and share your creation with the world for when you've touched one life you've touched thousands you've been listening to inspirational journeys stories that matter with your host Anne Harrison if you like what you've heard on today's episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform visit my website at AnneWritesInspiration.com subscribe to my youtube channel and follow me on facebook and pinterest at Anne Inspiration and on twitter at Anne 75 for more inspirational content Thanks for listening and remember, your story matters.